So we're going to review on the Dasta. And that is a little bit less than that because we only did half an Amud on Monday. So it starts to Yudchesim at base halfway down. Amr Abelaza, Amr Abelaza. Abelaza is an Amoira. The Amoira says, Abikurim, Hanocha is ma'akev, Kriya is not ma'akev. Meaning that the Koyanim are allowed to eat it, or at least they don't get Malkus for eating it. Once, the Bikurim wants this, has been placed by the Mizbeach, but Kriya a ma'akev is man. It's not like the Mishnah. The Mishnah, we said the Kriya is ma'akev. Here we have the Amoira, which says, the Kriya is not ma'akev, which is in line with the shit of the Rabbanon quoted earlier. Now, Gemara's kasha is over here. Is that how can Rabbi Laza and Rabbi Ishi say this? How can Amoira Rabbi Laza in the name of Rabbi Ishi say this? When Rabbi Laza said in the name of Rabbi Ishi, some other place, yeah? Some other place he said that uh, if you mafish Bitcoin before Sukkot, the din is that before Sukkot, there's, there's, there's a chi of Kriya. After Sukkot, you can't be Kaira anymore. If you mafish Bitcoin before Sukkot, so there was a chi of Kriya. Now it's after Sukkot, there's no eight with these Bitcoin. You can't eat these Bitcoin. You the Pashtas, the Gemara understands that why can't you eat the Bikurim now that's after Sukkot because you can't do Kriya anymore. There's a Rai that Kriya is Yamakav, and you, the same Rabbi Lazarus, you said a moment ago that Kriya is not Makav, it's a Stira. So the Gemara answers, no, it's not a Stira because it's two different things. In other words, now, if you can do Kriya and you don't do Kriya, so it's actually, so then it's okay. The principle of we find a similar idea by uh, mixing up the mixing which is by the menachas that you need to be able to mix it it needs to be but if it's too much volume of of of, uh, of, of flour etc in, in in one keli so then it's, it's no good on the other hand if you didn't do mixing it's okay it's what's chats the one explains they explains over there menachas it has to at least be royal. It has to be that you're able to, to mix it. If you don't mix it, so it's okay. But it has to be able to be mixed. But if it's not able to be mixed at all, then it's a problem. So the same thing over here. You have to be able to do Kriya. So whenever there's a Chi of Kriya, you have to be able to do Kriya. If you don't do Kriya, it's not Ma'akataka. And that's what Rabbi Lazarus says. On the other hand, over here, where it's after Sukkot, and you're not able to do Kriya anymore, there was a Chi of Kriya, Chal on this Bikurim. So then, since it's not royally Kriya, so then it's Ma'akataka. That is how a Miyash of it comes out that here we have a little tweak. In other words, even though originally we understood that Kriya is not Ma'akav according to Rabbanam, here Rabbi is telling you that Kriya is sometimes is Yamaka, meaning to say there has to at the very least be the capability of being able to do Kriya. If there's no longer the capability of being able to do Kriya, then Taka it's a problem. Uh, that's the steer between Rabbi Laz and Rashi. The Gemara now does a similar thing by saying that there's another version whereby it wasn't Rabbi Laz and Rashi who says this in the Hanach is Yamaka and Kriya is not Ma'akav, it was Rabbi Yochanan. And here we have a steer, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, because Rabbi Yochanan said somewhere else, something which is soisa. And over here, it's soisa on two accounts, not just Kriya, Kriya. It's not just a steer that in one place says Kriya is Ma'akav, and in another place says Kriya is not Ma'akav. But here we have, that in one place, he says, Hanach is Yamaakav, Kriya is not Ma'akav. And in the second place, he says that Kriya is Yamaakav whenever you, you, need, you need to do Kriya. And in a case where there's no Kriya, then you don't even need Hanukkah. As long as you should roll Pnei Abayis, the Koenim can already eat it. So it's a twofold steer, two times, two times steer. One is a steer of Kriya, Kriya, then one place Rabbi Yechon says the Kriya is not Ma'akam. And here he's saying that the Koenim allowed to eat it only once Misha Karale. And the other steer is that earlier he says that Hanukkah is Yama'akam. And over here he's saying in a case where there's no Kriya Shayach, then you don't even need Hanukkah. You don't even need it to put it by the Mizbech. As long as Mishiro Pnei bias, as long as it's coming to the base of Megdash. Yeah, so then it's already uh, the Koine Malari it. So the two false tears. So the Gemara answers basically uh, that Rabbi Yochan himself holds like he answered Ravasi that Ruin the Krimish Karalan, the Shane Ruin the Krimish Rob Pnei Abayas. 
But when Rabbi Yochanan Uli said that Anach is Yamakav and Kriya is not Makav, so then he was talking, he was talking um, according to the shit of the Rabban. So that's the shit of the Rabban. And over here, where he answers Lalocha Lamaisa, that when 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 they Kriya is Yamakav, and if and, and if it's not Shaykh Kriya, then Hanocha is not Makav, and it's just Mishrap and Abayis. That is going according to the shit of. First of all, the shit of Rabbi Shimon, who says it creates Ma'akav, as we've seen in Dafyad Zayim. And the second thing, which is uh, that Hanukkah is not Ma'akav, is Rabbi Yehuda. Yehuda says that Hanukkah is not Ma'akav. Wow, how do we know that? Where do we see that Yehuda holds Hanukkah is not Ma'akav? So the word is like this, that the way we know that Hanukkah is Ma'akav is, 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 is based on the principle that when the Torah says something twice, it means that not only is that mitzvah to do, but if you don't do it, it messes it up, it ruins it. So to over here. Hanukkah, it says twice, it says twice to Hanukkah. So that's why the Tanakama, the Chacham, hold Rabban, I'm sorry, hold Hanach is Makkah, says twice in the Pasa Vinachta. Rabbi Yehuda holds Hanach is not Makkah because he said that one of the Vinachta isn't referring to, um, isn't referring to Hanach, but rather it's referring to Snufa. We have a Brayse which says Rabbi Yehuda says Vinachta doesn't mean Hanach, like simple meaning, but rather means Snufa. How do we know that? Because it says somewhere else that Vinachta, and that means Hanach. So Vinachta must mean Snufa. Okay. Who's the Tan who says explicitly that the Hanach over here is yet? The, the two Hanachas, the two Sukkim which say Vinachta Vinichai are both referring to Hanach and it's Yama Akav. It's just the Rabbanan. But who says it explicitly? So it's a bride. So which Taka learns Tznufa from a different passage. You don't have Vinichai or Vinachta to tell me Tznufa. Rather, Tznufa is from the word Miyodcha. Lesbian Yaakov holds that uh, the word Miyodcha, the Yodcha, the, miyodcha, the, miyodcha, the hand, which is yeah, it's where we learn out Tznufa. And it's Xerishava from Shlam. The Shlam says the passage, the word Miyodcha. And over there it says uh, that you do Tznufa. Straight away after that. So to over when it says miyodcha, it means it's referring to tenufa. As a side point, the Gemara says that from the Gzereshava, we learn that one each one is megala on the other one. By Shlom, it doesn't say anything about the kain do tenufa. By Bikurim, it's the other way around. It says the kain does tenufa. It says it says the kain takes it miyodcha. It doesn't say anything about the Israel. So we learn that tenufa tak applies that both the kain and the Israel do tenufa. And the way it's done is that they both hold it together. The kain holds it, and the uh, the Israel holds it. Sorry, and the kain holds it underneath. And they both do tnufa while holding the basket together. And the way we learn that they both do it is because by Shlomim it's mashma that the Israel is doing it. By 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 Bikurim it's mashma that the Kohen takes a miyotcha and the Kohen does tnufa. So from the Gzeri Shava we also learn not just that uh, miyotcha refers to tnufa by Bikurim, but also the way the tnufa is done is done with both the Israel and the Kohen. Okay. Next tomorrow is that Rabbi Baba Adam Yitzchak says this also this day in Mishiyu Bias. The becomes Bikurim Mishio Bias. Earlier we spoke about the coin and being able to eat it. According to Rashi over here, it's uh, that it becomes Bikurim to the effect to the extent for the purpose that the Zor who eats them is going to be Chayv Nisa. And we say, Command, Kiaitan, and Tag, we have a Bryce, Rebelez says that you can have a Bikurim which half of it is inside the base of Midland and half of it is outside. And Taka, the part which is outside will be considered full in, and the part which is inside will be considered Hektish. Okay. And finally, I mean, okay, now we move on to what we learned today, today's Amud, which is Rabshesha says, again, what the Rabbanan said earlier, that Bikurim Hanok is Yamaka, and Kriya is not Maka. And uh, who does it go like? So earlier, I guess you were explaining why Hanok, how do you know that Hanok is Maka? Because you have two times Vinichai. Now he's just saying that which Tana does it go like? Besides the Rabbanan earlier, uh, the, the Gemara wants to suggest that it goes like a, a Rabbi Yossi in the Bryce. What does Rabbi Yossi say in the Bryce? So the kids of Rabbi Yossi is really talking about something else. Rabbi Yossi is talking about Maisa Shani Bismanazat. You know that Maisa Shani, you have to be mafresh Maisa Shani Bismanazat. Listen now, it's Yisrael, the Raisa. Um, the, uh, the question is, can you eat it in your Shalai? 
In other words, when the Torah says Lifnei Hashem, Yidah Lifnei Hashem, does that only refer to Yerushalayim as Manabais? Does it also refer to Yerushalayim nowadays? So the Gemara, the Brisa, Rabbi Yosi, Shem Rabbi Shmuel, sorry, Rabbi Shmuel says that uh, I might think that you could take it, eat it. The truth is no. We learn from Bechor that not. Bechor is only with Neabayis. So too, Maish Hashem is only. Gemara says, well, how can you learn from Bechor with a simple binyan avlet? Bechor, this is the dinner. The same thing applies to Maish Hashem. There's a reason to be mechala between the two. But Bechor needs to be brought to the Mizbeah because it needs to have uh, have uh, mat- uh, blood be sprinkled and the parts of it be offered up on the Mizbeah. You can't say the same thing when you go to Maish Hashem. So Gemara says, well, just a second. Bechor can prove to me that that's not the case. Bechor doesn't need to be to, to, to be burnt on the Mizbeah or anything like that. Sprinkle the blood, right? It doesn't have any blood to be sprinkled on the Mizbeah. And nevertheless, Bechor doesn't apply nowadays. So Gemara says, just a second. But Bechor doesn't apply nowadays. They still because it needs Hanukha by the Mizbeach. Maizashani doesn't need Hanukha. So maybe Maizashani could be eaten in Yerushalayim. So Gemara says, Taki, right? Can't learn it from a regular Binyanav, just a regular learning one thing from another. Rather, it's a Hakash. Pasuk says Bechor in the Pasuk right next to where it says Maizashani. So just like Bechor is, uh, is only, can only be done nowadays, so also Maizashani can only be done. Sorry, just like Bechor cannot be done nowadays, can only be done as Manabais, so too Maizashani can only be done as Manabais and not nowadays. That is the end of the Bryce. Right? So the Bryce basically says, Tries to make a kavach, uh, not kavach, tries to make a binyan out to learn ma'isasheni from bechor, and it says, uh, and then tries to learn ma'isasheni from bikurim. But this is the important point that when it says that you can't learn it from bikurim, it says malu bikurim shkain tonim hanocha. Bikurim needs hanocha. Just a second. What do you mean bikurim needs hanocha? Bikurim also needs kriya. Alamai is a raya of this tana which went through this whole backwards and forwards and said there's no kavach because bikurim needs hanocha. Holds the bikurim tagger doesn't need bikurim. Sorry, the bikurim tagger doesn't need kriya. Kriya is not ma'akev. And it supports of Sheshes, who says that Kriya is not Ma'aka. So the Gemara straight away, Ravashi slugs this up and he says, what do you mean? It still needs Kriya. It just is not Ma'aka. Right? In other words, he cashes the cash either way. I don't understand. Either way, you can't understand why the bride says, only Malibi Kurim Shekane Tunin Hanach. It should have said Malibi Kurim Shekane Tunin Kriya because it's a mitzvah to do Kriya, even if it's not Ma'aka, even if the Kainim don't get Malkus if they eat it uh, earlier, but it still needs Kriya. And therefore, Ravashi said the, the reason why he doesn't say Kriya is for a different reason, not because Kriya is not Ma'akav. Kriya is Taka Ma'akav. Any case where you have Kriya, where there's a Chi of Kriya, Kriya is Ma'akav. The reason why he doesn't say Kriya is because, like, secretly, we say not every single case has Kriya. There's Kriya Hagar, and there's other cases where there's no Kriya, like after Sukkot. There's no uh, Kriya. So therefore, he want, didn't want to say something which by Bikurim sometimes, yeah, applies, sometimes doesn't apply. So he talks about Hanukkah, which always applies. Okay. That is really the end. In other words, we try to bring a raya from the Brisa to Rav Sheshes that Bikurim Kriya is not Ma'akam. He says no raya. Now the Gemara goes back to the Gufa Brisa and says, "Just a second. We, we learn it out of a hakash. But why do we learn it out of a hakash? We could have learned it out of a binyanah. Ah, you told me you can't learn it from Bikurim because Bikurim is this form and Bikurim has another. Learn it from both Bikurim and Bikurim together. Often that's what the Gemara does when it has a binyanah and it can't learn from one place and it can't learn from a second place." So then it le- learns from the combination of two together. In other words, each one has a chumrah, but the chumras are not the same one as the other. So we learn from both combined. So why over here can't we learn nice shani from a binyanah from, from uh, Bechor and Bikurim as a combination? So the Gemara answers that no. Both Bechor and Bikurim, the Tzad HaShavah from them is that they both have Tzad Mizbeh. Something needs to be done by the Mizbeh. And therefore you can't learn to Maish Hashani, which has no connection to Mizbeh whatsoever. It just needs to be simply eaten in Yerushalayim. Maybe it does apply nowadays. And therefore the Gemara ultimately had to say that the Brites had to ultimately say that we don't have a Hekash. Hekash is not based on, on Svaras. It just compares the, the, the Maish Hashani to Bechor. And that's that's the end of the story. Now the Gemara asks a more fundamental question when they get to the Brites, which is, how did the Brites of the Klau learn from Bechor? The Brites, both in the beginning of the Brites and the end of the Brites, assume that Bechor for sure cannot be eaten uh, nowadays in Yerushalayim, why was why, why were you so sure about that? And, and the way we have to tie choice 
is that uh, true, there's no misbehavior, but what about a situation where the only thing that we're being done about, uh, the only thing we're talking about is whether it can be eaten in Yerushalayim, meaning to say that the Bechoy was offered up when the Mizbech was around, and then the, the base of it was destroyed. So now the question is, can the Bechoy be eaten in Yerushalayim by the Kainim or not? So why, so why are you so sure that in such a situation, Bechoy wouldn't be able to be eaten in Yerushalayim, and that you're applying to Maizashayni the same thing? And a mimonash, I think my way the Gemara asks is like this. If the Shurishai in the Kitchen, the Shai to the Kitchen, last in love, that the Kedusha, which there was in the base, I make the supplies even is Nimshach even after the Korban. So not only could the Chor be eaten in Yushalayim, the Chor could be offered up. Could be offered up. So for sure you can eat it in Yushalayim. What's the Shai? You can eat, never mind. You can even offer it up. For sure it's Lifnei Hashem. You can offer it up. For sure you can eat it in Yushalayim. It's Lifnei Hashem. I, if you're going to tell me that no, there's no kedush sabayis anymore, so then you, so, so then fine. So then, but then maybe, yeah, maybe not. Maybe bechor can be eaten in Yerushalayim. Maybe not. Why are you so sure that bechor can't be eaten in Yerushalayim now that the base this was destroyed after the the the, the dam was already sprinkled and so on? And Maizashani, you're not so sure. You might not, why are you more sure about one than the other? They're both being done about whether it could be eaten in Yerushalayim or not. And and bechor, you're sure it cannot be eaten. Maizashani, uh, you're learning from bechor. Should have the same shayla by bechor whether it's considered lefnei Hashem or not. So the Gemara answers, yeah, you're right, basically. But by bechor, there's a hackish between the boss and the dam. Pasuk says in one pasuk, the pasuk says that's domam tizrakalam is dechum besarim We learn that if the dam can be sprinkled right now, so then the besarim yelafah. If the dam couldn't be sprinkled now because there was there's no base hamikdash anymore, so even if the dam was sprinkled earlier, but the, the they can't eat the pasta. So that's taka how we know that the pasta of the bechor can't be eaten. It's not because it's not considered lifnei Hashem. It's because we compare the pasta to the dam, and the dam can't be sprinkled because there's no mizbeach. So for sure, so therefore the the pasta can't be uh, eaten as well. And once we know that the pasta of the bechor can't be eaten in Yerushalayim, we learn from a hackish from the pasta too. Maizashani, the Maizashani also can't be. That is ultimately how the Gemara says that we learn from the Bryce. And now the Gemara just has one final question. It's just a second. We have a klal in Kachim, where we're talking about Kachim, the Kenyan, and the Gemara says in Zvachim that you, one thing which is learned out of, a, out of another from a Hakish can't then teach to another thing. Right? You have to learn directly from the thing which the Pasuk explicitly talks about. But if one thing, if like B is learned out of from A, you can't then see from B. So you have to learn directly from A. But if you can't, you can't learn through some, right? You can't learn one thing from a hackish out of something else, which is also learned out of it. That's the Gemara's And over here, the, the bossa is what it said. The dam is what clearly needs a misbear. The bossa is learned out of a hackish from the dam. So how can you learn from the bossa, which is learned out of a, out of a hackish to the Maishashen? The Gemara answers by saying, no, Maishashen is cholim. Maishashen is not kachim. And we know, looking at the Gemara and the that the whole cloud of uh, not learning one thing out of a hackish from something else, which itself was learned out of a hackish, only applies to kachim. And here, Maishashen is cholim. That's what the Gemara says. The Gemara challenges that and says that can't be because that only works according to one shit in Zvachim, which is that where the way we determine whether something is Kachim with regards to this din is we, we look at what we're learning to. So in this case, that's fine. Maizashani is Cholin, and we're learning to Maizashani. But there's another shit over there in Zvachim which says that what determines whether something's considered Kachim or not as to whether, uh, for the purpose of whether it can be learned out of something which was already learned out of a hackish doesn't be it's not dependent and not based on the thing you're learning to but it's dependent on the thing that you're learning from in which case over here the thing that you're learning from is the boss of the bachoy which is kachim what's the hell the maestro shane is calling you're learning from kachim and therefore you shouldn't be able to learn it out of a hackish and what's this taka yeah you're right we're not bad you can't learn it out of out of a hackish from something which was learned out of a hackish the reason why over here you can learn it from boss is because boss wasn't learned out of a hackish damo boss is considered all one thing. It's all one part of the. You know, it's one animal, one 
it's one thing, and therefore it's not shot that one is learned out of a hex from the other. It's just kind of, you know, Tayyar says the dam has to be sprinkled in the Mizbech, and the boss, so you can eat, but it goes together. And then it's not a hackish that boss is being learned out of dam. And therefore, since it's not a hackish, you can learn from the boss of the Chayr to Maisha Shem. Okay.